everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Totally Unsure in Our 20s. I'm Emerson. And I'm Caroline. And we are back after the holidays. We hope that everyone had an amazing Christmas or whatever holidays you all celebrate with friends and family. I know Emerson and I both have a ton going on right now, just kind of recovering from all the festivities. So we're super excited to get this episode out today about our New Year's resolutions, our 2023 in review, and all the New Year's things. I think Emerson and I are both huge fans of a fresh start, and we just love the New Year, not even like New Year's Eve, but just the, the act of having a fresh start. So we're super excited about this episode today. Yes, and Happy New Year. This episode's coming out in the new year. Um, so happy 2024. I can't believe it. I feel like 2023 was like actually a blackout and it like didn't even really happen. I'm like looking back at photos from the beginning of the year and I'm like, oh my God, like this feels like it was yesterday. So it's absolutely crazy. Um, but I'm live from my dad's office in the basement. I'm still in New Hampshire. So yeah, we're heading back to Boston today, but recording in the basement is fun. We love that. I'm back in Hoboken. We can kind of just jump right into the week and weekend recap because I think we have a lot to get through in today's episode. So I can start out. Um, I was home in New Hampshire for the last week or so for Christmas, and it was so fun. I feel like I was a tourist in my own hometown because I had my boyfriend visiting me for Christmas this year. And so, and when I'm hosting someone, I'm just that person who feels like we always have to be doing something. And like, I always want to be entertaining and I just am so worried about the other person having fun, even though he could literally not care less, but we did a lot of really fun activities. I feel like we went out to eat more in my town in the past week than I literally have my entire time living there. Um, there's not like the best restaurants where my mom and stepdad live, but it was honestly just fun. Like I just love the atmosphere and like the vibe of going out to eat. So it was just yeah. fun to do that and like try new places I tried like this new coffee shop in my town. I think we waited an hour to get a coffee. Um, no, I don't know. That was <laughs> that was interesting, but it was it was really fun just exploring and showing him all the things. Um, where my mom and stepdad live now isn't the town where I grew up in, so it's a little bit weird just because it doesn't really like feel exactly like my hometown. And I think if any of you guys listening, like had your parents move after you went to college or anything, like it's just weird. Cause you don't really know that many people in your town, but it was super fun spending time with him. Um, and just spending time with my family. I feel just so blessed that my boyfriend has such a positive relationship with everyone in my family. And I don't have to ever worry about like leaving the room and he's alone with someone right. like it's just he's yeah. not awkward at all and it's yeah. it's just such a good vibe I feel like so that was awesome and then we went to North Conway New Hampshire which is like where I grew up skiing there's a lot of ski mountains there and we went tubing he really wanted to go tubing so and there's no snow anywhere right now so it's scary I like I know since Caroline and I were both in New Hampshire for Christmas this year was the most mild Christmas I've like ever had it was like 45 degrees and I don't know if anyone hears like personal climate change but that's concerning like we used to have like my friend Henry and I were talking we would have like four feet of snow on Christmas and we would get these huge snowstorms and it's just not the case anymore it's crazy so yeah there's no snow for skiing and stuff it's it's so it's so weird um and it really takes the charm out of a New England Christmas when it's just yeah. gray and muddy and like it was just foggy and I don't know. But anyway, we did go tubing because they had fake snow. Um, so that was fun. I mean, tubing is kind of the type of thing where you do it like four times and then you're done. But it was fun. It was like a fun activity. And yeah, it was just so great spending time with everyone. I feel like my family keeps it pretty low key on Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. Um so, I mean, we just all hung around together. I feel like the amount of cheese boards that I consumed in the past week is literally insane. Like, I don't think I can like touch cheese ever again because it was just like a lot of grazing and like a lot of eating all the yeah. things, which was so fun. Um, but yeah, I feel like pretty much all I did while I was home was just like sit around and eat and chat with everyone, which was great. But yeah, so that was my week and weekend, I'm feeling extremely ready to get back into a routine, which is the perfect spirit for this episode. I feel like 
you know, I've indulged in all the things, but I'm just, I'm really ready to like be back on my, on my grind. So I was thinking about it. I'm like the new year could not come at a better time because after the holidays where you just like let loose and like, you know, everyone's just like relaxing and spending time with family, like, and then to jump into a new year, especially for us who are psychos about like new year, new me stuff. Like it comes at the most perfect time. Like I am ready in mm-hmm. 2024. I'm almost like, can we just like be done with the year already? Like it needs to be over. Um, but it seems like you had such a fun, relaxing Christmas. Yeah. No, it was, it was, a lot it was awesome. Fun. And two, um, I know I talked about this in last week's episode, but like the Christmas stockings that we do are probably like my, it's my favorite Christmas tradition in my family. And my mom just puts like the best, most thoughtful gifts in our stocking. Like I'm always the most excited about those. And just the things that she put in my stocking this year, like it was one of my favorite parts of Christmas. Obviously it's not about the gifts at all, but like she put, I have these mugs that you buy at Starbucks and they're called the Ben there series. And it's like, you buy a mug from like all these different places and it has like landmarks of the place. And so I have a mug from everywhere I've lived. And it's like something that is like, I don't know. I just collect these mugs because my mom always gets them for me. And my mom found an Atlantic Canada mug, which is Newfoundland and Labrador where Brock lives. She had to buy it off eBay. She drove to a random gas station in New Hampshire and got this mug for me and put it in my stocking. And like, I almost started crying because you can't buy them online. You have to, I think they've like discontinued a lot of them. That is so cute. I was going to ask what your favorite gift it was. So that seems like that was definitely one, one of them. So thoughtful. So so thoughtful. I have to say, (laughs) my mom's never specialized in the stocking department. Um, She's great. But like what I've learned over the years is you just need to send links. And I've become very practical with Christmas gifts where I'm like, I want to get, you know, the summer Fridays, get me the skincare that I don't want to buy again, get me new running sneakers. Like, I'm like, let's just like, I just want to do the things that I know I'm going to eventually buy. Like, let's just get them now. Um, yeah. Gifts. So I walked down Christmas morning. And I'm like, where are stocking? She goes, oh, I didn't feel like getting them out. So all of the stocking stuff is just in the- <laughs> oh my god she's gonna listen to this and be like emerson why do you throw me under the bus like that like no tea no shade but like the stockings have not always been great so i'm happy that sarah pulled through for you on that one will you guys make up in, in other ways with your christmas eve party i want to hear all about it yeah so um <laughs> i feel like i have so many stories about that party but that might be for a separate phone call with you but okay so <clears throat> my recap I came back with my brother on Friday, which was honestly really nice to just like have the week in Boston. And since I was still so sick, I worked from home all week, which you definitely like realize how nice it is to work from home when you have it. Um, So like having that whole week to work from home was really nice and then came back on Friday. And then honestly, Saturday and Sunday was like getting my shit together. I saved a lot for last minute, like in terms of gifts and stuff. And um, so did my brother. Like, we actually bought my Mimi and Papa's Christmas gift Christmas morning. Oh. So bad. We got them a gift card to their favorite restaurant. So bad. Porter's literally buying it in the morning. He, like, went up, printed the receipt, like, put it in a bag. So funny. But, yeah, so I made a – we have a huge Christmas Eve party. It's a McManus tradition. Um, We do – we've done it every year, and it started because all of our neighbors never really had much going on on Christmas. Like, you know, they'd have like a few family members over, but it was nothing crazy. So, so many people were always like lonely on Christmas Eve. So my mom started doing this huge party. So now it's like the Christmas Eve party is what everyone looks forward to. No one looks forward to the gifts. No one cares about any of that. It's like the Christmas Eve party. Um, So we were super excited to have it. And something I do is I make all the cookies for the party. So I'm not kidding. I spent like five hours on my feet on Saturday making cookies. I made, I do like chocolate chip. I do these peppermint. I do peanut butter. Like we do all of it. So it's always like really fun and just so relaxing for me. So did a bunch of cookies and then the Christmas Eve party ended up being a blast. We um, went to church before, which we always do. That mass is nice because it's like a Christmas mass. Um, We're the family that goes to church once a year on Christmas. (laughs) I saw your Snapchat story about that. You're like the one time I go to church. Yeah. 
But my low is that my best friend, Jacqueline, she actually wasn't here this Christmas because she's a nurse. So um, new nurses are always like the ones working the shifts on Christmas and New Year's. So she had to work and it's really upsetting because usually on Christmas Eve, we like spend the whole day getting ready for church and the party, but that's okay. Um, She's doing good things being a nurse. So yeah, that kind of sucked, but it was a really good party, really fun. Um, Christmas was really relaxing. My Mimi and Papa were here and then my other grandma and her sister came in as well. So it was just like a super relaxing day on Christmas. And then, yeah, I stayed with Caroline. All I've done is eat cookies. So I'm feeling a little bit, but, um, yeah, it was, it was a good, it was a good time. And I just want to flag one gift that I did that was not, this is the favorite gift I gave And it made my dad cry. And it just shows that like sometimes, like Caroline said, like I'm sure that mug wasn't very expensive, but like sometimes literally the easiest, cheapest gifts are the best. So my dad, when I was younger, he would always help me with my math homework and we would do it in the office, like his office down in the basement. And when I was nine, I made him, I was super into coloring and like drawing. Caroline knows that. Like I was always coloring and drawing. I made him a little picture and it says Emerson and daddy working in the office. And it's a photo of him at his desk and me in this little chair. And I have like markers and stuff. And I like drew this picture when I was nine, they ended up framing it and it's been in my dad's office ever since. So this year I recreated it and I literally drew the exact same picture, but now he has an office in this like little city near us. And I wrote Emerson and dad working in. And then I like wrote that address. And then I framed the picture as well. And it's so funny because they're literally like the same picture. I'm going to show Caroline. Yeah, I want to see. So this is the one I made when I was nine. And like, I literally. That's so cute. They're like the exact same picture. But then this one has the company instead of like me coloring. It's me working. And I wrote like the company. (laughs) That is so cute, Emerson. And I literally went to Michael's, got a frame framed it and he like bawled his eyes out that's so cute I know so that was like definitely the highlight of the week but now I'm super excited we're in we're all heading to Boston my Mimi and Papa are coming because they fly out of Boston we're going to Boston we're doing a show and dinner tonight and it's just going to be like a really fun weekend so yeah that's kind of my recap love Well, now we can transition into our intro segments, starting out with what we're loving right now. Something I'm loving this week is the home-cooked meals that I had when I was home for Christmas. My mom is just the best cook, and I feel like she makes so many dishes at home for the holidays that obviously I would never make when I'm in my apartment. Um, Like she made twice-baked potatoes, and then we had this huge honey ham, which- Oh, the honey ham. I was ripping at it. I was vegetarian for eight years and I'm still not super big in meat, into the meat. Like I don't love eating meat a lot and I don't like ham normally. Like I don't like deli ham or anything like that, but I did try the honey ham and it was so good. Um, yeah, no, so good. And just like all the Christmas cookies that are my family's recipes that have been like passed down through the years. And I don't know, my mom is just the best cook and I really indulged and enjoyed all the home-cooked meals and it was just really special and my mom is such a good host as well and so it really made me so excited for when I'm older and like I have my own house and I get to host people for holidays like I just look forward to that so much and it was just really fun so I loved that whole homey nostalgic vibe of being home love it yeah mine's kind of the same just family time um Seeing my Mimi and Papa is always so special and they're like the absolute best. So it's always just so great seeing them, spending time with them. And I know I've talked about it before, but I just love being home. So keep it short and sweet. Just loving the fam right now. Um, But moving into content of the week. (laughs) Mine's honestly really funny and I'm like, am I bored? But mine's Hinge. And I know like I obviously we're going to now that I'm single, like they're going to be funny dating stories and stuff like that. But I think like putting yourself out there, you have to like actually be persistent on it and like use the app if you're trying to like go on a date and meet someone like, so I feel like I've just been having a lot of fun using it. Like it's just 
kind of fun talking to people. I feel like I'm a good, not to feel like I'm a good texter, but like I find that like humor comes out and stuff in my text. So yeah, it's honestly really fun. My friend Henry and I will be on FaceTime and screen share and we'll just go through and he'll like help me message people. And it's just so funny. So I want to do that. I want to do no, that we with can you. Do, yeah. Yeah. Especially since you're all like, you know, have a boyfriend and stuff, but um, it's just been so fun. Like, I don't know. It's just really funny. So hopefully we have a few dates lined up, so we'll see, but um, nothing serious, just kind of something fun to do. She's booked and busy into the new booked year. Booked and busy. Love that. <laughs> my content of the week, this is so funny and obviously very lighthearted, mm-hmm. but my content of the week is what I got for Christmas videos, specifically oh on TikTok. I went down a rabbit hole last night where I was watching mm, probably 12 or 13 year olds do these massive calls of what they got for Christmas. And when I tell you there was one girl's video that I saw and someone commented like the total amount of all the items, it was like $7,500. And this girl literally was showing like 10 Aviator Nation sweat sets, like the entire Sephora product catalog that she had got. And like, it is appalling what these kids are getting for Christmas. No, Like at this time, like I literally cannot understand it. And my children will not be getting that many gifts because no, no. And then they go, and then it's always the disclaimer. It's like, just want to like, let you know, I am so grateful for all these. My wait, favorite- wait, I'm not trying to brag in any way, shape or form. Um, my favorite part of all those videos is the comment section where people are like, <laughs> they're like oh I got like a new pan or whatever (laughs) like it's just the funniest things I go down those rabbit holes too where I'll watch those videos that was funny do you remember like the YouTube days of like Christmas hauls they would have those videos up at 8 a.m I'm like when did you open your gifts because Alicia Marie started and their videos are up and edited I'm like what is going on that was crazy it reminds me too when I got my first iPhone when I was in like seventh or eighth grade I did this whole video filmed on photo booth on my family's mac desktop and it was like iphone haul unboxing like here's my purple otter box case so I just I don't know why I watch those videos and I'm sure it's like rotting some part of my brain that's gonna affect me in 60 years but it's so funny wait Caroline you got a new phone I did I got a new phone that was part of my Christmas gift I got the iphone 15 pro hey, um, girl guys so the content excited. I know I'm so excited. Um, my old phone didn't hold a charge for longer than an hour and a half. So I'm really excited to have a new phone. Yeah. You get to the point where you're like, I need it. Um, that's very exciting. Okay. Something I learned this week, I learned to slow down. Um, so for example, this is actually like right before we hit record, this happens. And I told Caroline, I'm like, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to do this, but I was went to spin class and I was driving home from spin. And I swear to God, every time I drive my mom's car, like something happens. Literally last time I was home and I was driving in a lot, a deer hit it and like almost killed me. But like the car was really bad. Obviously that wasn't my fault. And then this time I was driving and I forgot my water bottle at the spin studio. So I wanted to quickly turn around and I was probably going too quick. And I pulled into a driveway and backed out of the driveway and they had like a huge curb I didn't really see fully hit the curb the under part of the car like is not looking good and she bottomed out the car no I (laughs) and it's like one of those things where the whole car ride I'm just driving home and I'm like do I tell her do I not tell her obviously you should tell her and then I'm just thinking how the conversation is going to go what's going to happen um but you know, we're adults, we take responsibility for actions. And um, I'm gonna obviously have to pay for it. So just praying that it's not going to be too expensive. But like, it was my reminder to slow down. Just because you forgot your Stanley at spin doesn't mean you need to like speed off and like whatever. So that's everyone's reminder. Yeah, I hope it won't be too expensive. You'll be good. But um, yeah, I just I, I don't really drive anymore either. Because I don't know my car here. So I'm just I'm good living somewhere that everything's walkable, honestly. It's so much easier. Something I learned this week was to lean into the uncertain. I think this goes a lot with this episode, but I think at this time last year, I was so uncertain about everything in my life. I had no idea where I was going to be living. I knew that I was going to be moving. Like I had no idea 
what my boyfriend situation was going to be like, there was just so much up in the air. And I remember thinking to myself, like at this time next year, everything's going to be solidified. Like you're going to know where you're living. Brock's going to know where he's playing hockey. Like all these things are going to be nailed into place. And then you can focus on other things next year. So a year <laughs> later, like, I feel like I'm still having a lot of the same questions. Like there's still a lot of uncertainty. And so I think it's just that reminder that there's never going to be a time where everything's set in stone in your life. And like, you know, you know, you know exactly where you stand with everything. And I think for me, it's become much more of a lesson about embracing the uncertain and just learning how to navigate it and like be okay with the fact that, you know, there's always going to be things that are going to be unknown um, rather than trying to fast forward and like just speed through the uncertain times and like just only looking forward to like when everything's going to be figured out. Because nothing's ever going to be figured out. No. No. All right. So Caroline's preaching and I hit my mom's car. Cool. So that's what we that's new. No, but that's that's a great message. I really like that. All right. Let's get into the meat and potatoes of this episode. Um, so we're going to talk about, we want to start by talking about like our 2023 year in review. So kind of talking about highlights, lowlights, just kind of going over like the quick hits of the things that happened for us both this year. Um, Caroline, do you want to start? Yeah. So this kind of goes along with what I was just talking about, but the main highlights that I touched on were I decided I wanted to become a fitness instructor. Obviously I've talked so much about this in previous episodes. And if you want to learn more about that, I've recorded episodes about how I'm studying to become an orange theory coach and all the things, but that was such a big thing for me to even decide on. Cause I feel like it was something I'd thought about for so long. So I'm still in the process of studying, but that was really cool. I started this podcast with Emerson. I think, you know, this year, those were two huge things that I've always wanted to do that I finally capitalized on and started. And it took a lot of guts and like a lot of self-confidence to put myself out there in those two capacities. And so I think looking back on it, I'm so proud of myself for doing that. And Again, like if you would have told me at this time last year that I started two huge new side hustles, I don't know if I would have believed you. The next huge thing was I moved to a new city. Obviously, I moved to Hoboken or the greater New York City area. Again, I don't know that I would have been able to say that this is where I thought I would end up. But, you know, looking at the past year, I've made a lot of great connections here and I've really made this place feel like my home, which I'm just so proud of myself for doing because I thought I was going to be living with my boyfriend in a completely different place to be completely honest. And that's not how the car. Honestly, if you had out. told me that if you had told me that you were actually going to move and like be on your own and whatever, I don't know if I would have believed you because I just, yeah, I feel like, I don't know. I'm just so proud of you for doing that. And I feel like that was a huge step and like, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Just yeah. proud of you for that. Well, thank you. And again, going along with that, I started a new chapter of my relationship um, being long distance. My, I mean, my boyfriend lives in a different country. He lives in Canada. He's really far away from me. And again, that's never something that I wanted to happen. And obviously when you're in a long distance relationship, the goal is to figure out when you can be together. And so I think it's been a great chapter of us being long distance. And I think we've both gained a lot of independence, but obviously you know, moving into 2024, I would love for us to not be long distance and figure out a way for that to not be the case. But again, like who knows what's going to happen, but I think I'm just really, really proud of myself for getting through that. Cause I think it was something again, like if I told myself a year ago, like I think I would have been just a complete wreck. So I think it's great that I was able to do that. I think the last big thing that I want to touch on for me in 2023 is I really started setting boundaries and standing up for myself more in personal relationships and situations. I'm definitely a huge people pleaser and that's something I'm still working on and I think I'm going to work on for the rest of my life. But I really learned how to confront situations for what they are, whether that's with friends, whether that's with roommates, whether that's with family members. And really just call things for how they are and tell people when they're doing things that aren't okay. I used to be so concerned about like what everyone thought about me at all times that I could never tell someone like, Hey, you're doing this and it's hurting me. And I would just allow myself to bubble up in all these emotions and like never really stand up for myself. And so I think one of the best things that's come from that is I've just gained so much self-confidence 
And I'm so proud of myself for doing that. It sounds cheesy, but it's like one of the best things I've done this year. And I do attribute all of that to going to therapy. I also started going to therapy this year. And that was also honestly like a huge accomplishment because I think even just getting yourself in the door with that is a big deal. Yeah. Well, I'm very proud of you. This year was crazy for you. It makes me feel like I did nothing this year, but like truly like this year was crazy for you. And a lot I feel like was thrown your way. And I think you definitely learned a lot about yourself and handled things accordingly. So I'm very proud of you. Before we get into like the highs and lows, I want to go over my year and then let's go back and we can do our high and low of the year as well. Um, So I feel like my year was definitely crazy. I kind of explain it as like a lot of high highs and then a lot of low lows. I almost feel like 2023 for me was kind of just like a year of setting the foundation for a lot of things that are going to come in 2024. So that's kind of how I've been like thinking about it. And a lot of my goals in 2024 kind of build off what was built this year. So I think like one of the biggest things that I'm like most proud of this year is I definitely took a took a handle on is that the right word? I don't know. Um, I took a handle on my anxiety. I struggled with really bad anxiety, which I know I've talked about um briefly and like I want to do a whole episode on it one day, but I, I went through a lot of anxiety post-grad. And I I want to like I almost am like, was it an anxiety phase? Like I don't know what it was, but I also started therapy as well because it got to the point where I was like, I just cannot be doing this and living like this anymore. And this year I really learned how to like control my anxiety. And I actually no longer even see my therapist, even though I probably should be for some aspect therapist. I'm just kidding. But yeah, that was like the biggest thing for me is I really like learned how to deal with it and how to control it. And like, I can confidently say, I just don't experience it like I used to. So that was a huge win for the year. Um, in terms of like project stuff, obviously started the podcast, which was like the biggest thing this year. I think it's just so cool that we have it. And I don't know, it's like funny because mentioning Hinge earlier, when I've been on Hinge, I'm like, if a guy asks for like my Instagram or whatever, I'm like, oh God, they're going to go and like see the podcast and every day with M. And then like, I'll think about it. And I'm like, but why is that something to be embarrassed about? Like, this is so cool that we're doing it. And more times than not, people are like, oh my God, you have a podcast? Like, tell me about it, whatever. So yeah, I think it's just kind of like letting go and doing stuff that like I'm really passionate about has been like a huge thing for me. So the podcast, and then I also met this really awesome person, Garrett Wood, which we had her on the podcast. She was our first guest a few months back and she has a startup perinatal products company And we met in just the craziest way. And I really leaned into like helping her get the company and the brand off the ground. And that's been like the coolest thing because I really feel like one day, like this company is going to blow up and it's going to be something amazing. So I spent a lot of my time doing that when I wasn't at work. So that was like a huge thing for me as well. Um, I went through the typical 23 year old crises. I obviously was in a relationship and it was, you know, really good at really good points. And then it got to the point where we just couldn't do it anymore due to like our lifestyles being really different. So that relationship ended this year. Um, That was obviously like a really upsetting thing. But once again, I feel like when you go through breakups, you just learn so much. And I think I learned like what I loved about him and then things that I want differently in a different relationship. So it was a blessing as always. And I'm nothing bad to say, like it was a really good relationship. So that was obviously a huge thing for me as well. Um, and yeah, I feel like those were kind of like the big things. I feel like I'm still kind of in this point of just like figuring out work and like what I want to do in terms of corporate and everything like that. And I think that'll probably take into 2024. But yeah, it was definitely a year of a lot of learning. I love what you said in the beginning about how this was a year for you of setting the foundation and setting the building blocks. And I think sometimes when you have a year where you can't necessarily identify like these huge pivotal things, like, oh, I moved to a new city or something like that. It can kind of be like, oh, what did I even do this year? Like, it just felt like I was setting the building blocks. But then I think in a year's time as well, you're going to look back and be so grateful for yourself that you, you know, identified these two passion projects that you really want to be involved in. And you've been obviously such a huge help with cozy cozy and obviously with our podcast like could not do this without you and so I think 
recognize and give yourself credit for that. Cause I think you're someone who just pours your heart and soul into your side projects that you do as well as your corporate job, obviously. So it's like, there's a lot, a lot going on there. So thank you. Yeah, no, it was definitely, I'm like, it was one of those years where I'm like, did anything happen? But then I'm like, Oh, a lot happened. And I just know 2024 is going to be a lot's going to happen. So I'm excited. All right, Caroline, what's your high? And then what's your low? My high of 2023 is gaining more independence. I talked about this earlier, but I knew going into 2023 that I had lost some of my independence when I was in my relationship. I'm in a long-term relationship and I just obviously love spending time with my boyfriend so much, but I did notice myself not really prioritizing certain parts of my life um, in my relationship. And I would always kind of just have these thoughts in the back of my head. I feel like in early 2023, like, am I truly doing what I want to do for myself? And I think obviously I love my relationship. I love being with my boyfriend, but at the end of the day, if you're not filling your own cup, I think it's really hard to show up in a relationship in your best capacity. And so I feel like when you just like, when you're sitting alone and you're, you're having like those thoughts come into your head, it's like, Hmm, this has come up like a few times. And so I think honestly, like God, the universe, whatever you believe in really did align things for me so that I could make the jump that I needed to gain so much more independence. And I feel like now where I'm at is just, it's crazy in comparison to where I was last year. Um, and so, yeah, that was definitely my high. And again, like this is so cliche, but I just believe this so wholeheartedly that everything happens for a reason. Like you know, my boyfriend playing hockey in Canada and like things not lining up the way I thought they would happen so that I could gain more independence and that he could throw himself into his hockey career and not have to worry about me sitting at home in Canada and like all these things. I don't need to rant, but it's just, it really showed me how important it is to just trust the plan for you that there is in life. So that was my high. I love that. I'm not even gonna, there's nothing else to say about that. That's awesome. Um, my high, I would say just the new projects, like obviously the podcast and working and helping out cozy cozy has been like, just such a cool opportunity for me. And I think it's a lot, it's an opportunity that not a lot of 23 year olds get to be like, so hands-on and something new. And then also to like do something like this. Um, so I'd say for me, not getting too into it, it's just been really fun, like exploring my strengths and tapping into things that really make me happy. That's my high. I love that. Moving into my low of 2023, I would say I've noticed myself get extremely stressed about a lot of different things. And I think that comes with having side projects. I think having a corporate job and then having two massive other things that I'm pouring like almost all of my free time into, it's easy to feel overwhelmed and stressed. But I noticed that almost translating into like minor situations in my day-to-day life where like if I would spill a glass of water on the table, it's like I would just snap. And so I think just managing stress and like, again, trying to have time where I'm unplugged from my phone, trying to just do different methods to manage stress better is something that I need to figure out in 2024 because it's not good to be so stressed all the time. Not only is it aging me and going to cause me to have premature wrinkles, but it's also just not good for my psyche or like the people around me because it's just not fair to other people and I need to get a handle on how to manage my time better and also say no to things that are not going to fit in because I feel like I just say yes to anything that comes my way and I don't think that served me in 2023 oh I can teach you how to do that I'm really good at saying no I love saying no it's like my favorite side hustle like nope um Milo, I feel like this year, honestly, in general, like just digging deeper is like the confidence. I feel like I like to think I peaked in college, which I know sounds horrible, but I definitely felt my most confident in college. Like it was one of those things. And this is so dumb and just superficial, but it's just how I feel. Like we would take pictures every weekend in college. I wouldn't even need to take more than one picture. I'd be like, yep, I love it. Post it. Like And I know that sounds so stupid. And I think our generation more than ever is just focus on the way they look more than ever. But it's one of those things where like I don't want to be taking pictures and not liking the way I look. Um, So obviously, like, I think I'm beautiful, whatever. But I think this year, 
I spent so much time just like stressed about the way I look and like, you know, it's just not something that I love doing. So hoping to be a little bit more confident in 2024 and yeah, just ride the confident wave. I would love to do a full episode about confidence as well. Cause I think everyone can relate to that. And I think that would be a really interesting topic to get more into in 2024. Maybe if both of us figure out some things, cause I feel like I'm kind of <laughs> in the same boat. So yeah, it's like, there's nothing worse than like going out and trying on outfits, hating everything, taking pictures, hating every picture. Like honestly, just like it can ruin a night, it can ruin a vibe. And I feel like a lot of my year this year was that. And I'm like, oh my God, I feel like I don't even have any pictures from this year because I didn't want to take any. So we're going to work on it in 2024. Um, But we kind of wanted to go over since Caroline and I are big like vision board people and planning out our year, reflecting on our past year. We want to go over kind of how we set goals and create like these vision boards that I'm sure people see all over socials and everything. Um, so Caroline, do you want to kind of give like high level, how you think about your goals and then, yeah, we can go from there. Yeah. So I think, and this is, I did all of this, like both of us did all of this before we started recording this episode. So how I start is I really try to sit down and recognize and think about my accomplishments from the year. First of all, I think it's so important to give yourself credit. I think so much of the time we achieve goals, we check them off our list and we don't even take the time to recognize what went into achieving those goals. And so I think it's so important to just sit down and really think about, even if you're like looking through your camera roll on your phone, like maybe that's a good reminder of like things that you've done well, but that's always where I start and just like a place of gratitude for myself. Also, I want to say disclaimer, like if you're not into new year stuff, like this is very like manifesty. And so Emerson and I are both like really passionate about this, but if this isn't your cup of tea, then like totally get it. But anyway, I also try to think about what areas I can do better. in. um, you know, that's thinking about again, like what I mentioned before, like, what are those thoughts that are coming into my mind when I'm by myself trying to fall asleep at night? And I'm like, Oh, this isn't going super well. Like I do really try to be intentional and think about that. Um, again, whether that's through journaling, whether that's talking to someone or just spending time by yourself, like listening to music and really thinking. And then for me, I try to think about those areas and like what I can do better in, um, and make those my goals. And for me, like the most important thing with setting goals is like, what is actually tangible? And then what would your day-to-day life need to look like in order for you to achieve those goals? So for example, rather than saying, I want to lose weight, I would recommend saying, I want to get outside and go for a 35 minute walk every day and make sure that I have a balanced meal with all the major food groups every day. That's just one example. Or like, I want to get a $10,000 raise in my job. Okay. So what are the steps to get there? That's like setting up a meeting with your boss to figure out what you need to be doing better and all of that. So it's like, think of the goal and then backtrack as to how you're going to get there rather than just like making these huge blanket statements without any actionable steps to get there. If that makes sense. Yeah. I love that. I think Definitely like for myself, I honestly, I didn't even really set time to like reflect on my year. I kind of was just driving and like thinking about my vision from 2023. And then all these thoughts just like came into my head and I just trauma dumped on my everyday with M account, which I always do. Like I literally, but that's kind of like, for me, it's like, I just share everything about my life. So I think too, like if you're not someone who's like, I'm going to dedicate 30 minutes to sit down and think about this, like, let it just come to you. I think like naturally you're going to reflect on your year and you're going to think about like what you want in the new year. So yeah, it doesn't even have to be this like big formal thing. If you don't want it to be like, even just taking a few moments to just like think about what happened and really just forward look, I think is something that, that would, you know, that works as well. Um, So I know for myself, I'm like a huge vision board person. And I think there's a level of like aesthetic that goes into it personally, because I make it my phone background and I make it my computer background for the entire year. So it's something that I'm always looking at. So I want to make it look pleasant to the eye. But obviously, that's not the goal of this. It's kind of more so to put things on it that like, really want to inspire you for the year and that align with your goals and things that you want to make happen in the new year. Um, So kind of 
I want to go through like how I create a vision board um, and yeah, move from there. I also do want to say it's really crazy. Like looking back at my 2023 board and I like wrote about this in my Instagram post, but there were some things that I kind of just put in there more so for like the vibe of the picture. Like even looking at it now, there's a picture of one girl and she's on the beach and it's just like, yeah, it's like a photo of her. It's like artsy and she's at the beach. Like I literally hate the beach. And I was like, but for some reason I put this on and I don't know why. And now I think back to it. And like my ex-boyfriend had a house on the Jersey shore and I spent so much of my summer at that beach. And it's just crazy. Cause it's like, I don't really like the beach. Like, I don't know. It's, it's just weird. Like it's fun doing this stuff. So that's kind of why I do it. But I break my goals down into self relationships, career and wellness. So I kind of think about those four buckets and Caroline, if you have any like extra buckets or anything, definitely say them. Um, but yeah, I break it into self. Like, what am I going to do? What are my goals for myself? What are my goals in terms of like wellness, mental, physical, any of that goals in terms of relationships, whether that's dating, friendships, family, whatever falls into that bucket and then career. So that could be side projects, um, your current job, where you want to go, things like that. So those are my four main buckets. Caroline, do you have any other like buckets that you kind of have? No, I have all the same buckets as you. Um, I do just want to like touch on, cause I'm looking at my list of goals that I've made in each, in terms of each of those buckets. And like, for example, for my goals for self, like my first, we're not going to be getting into all of our goals, but I just want to give this as an example for my goals for self, I wrote continue working on bettering my skin with my skincare routine and working with my dermatologist. Like they can be as surface level or like anything like that. And then I wrote down like my steps of how I'm going to do that. Continue going to the dermatologist once a month, et cetera. So that's kind of like how I took self, I guess that was so random, but I'm just, no, like, I, that. no, that's really helpful. So yeah, like I create, I'm looking at mine right now. I create like a word doc as well and do everything. Also, something I do want to say kind of before getting into the goals, or you could do this after or before, think about a word for the year. So in 2023, my word of the year was present because at the time I was struggling with severe anxiety and I never was present in anything because my brain was always like fogging everything. So for the year, I was like, my one goal this year is to figure out what the F is going on with my mental health. And the way I'm going to do that is by being present. So even just having that like on my vision board front and center, your word, like every time I feel anxious, like I literally look at my phone and see the word present and be like, okay, ground yourself, be present. So that kind of, I think of like my word either after I've made my goals or before, and that can kind of shape like what your goals can be as well. Um, Also, if you don't know where to start with a word of the year, which we're going to touch on this more later in the episode, but you can literally look up best words for the year and it'll like give you a whole list if you can't think of one and then that can kind of like inspire you so that's a tip as yeah well. yeah and we'll talk about like our more of our words stuff as well um okay so then you write down your goals you can get literally as niche as you want like one of the things is like I want to buy myself a David Yerman bracelet because Caroline has one I'm obsessed with that um <laughs> but like you could literally do something like that and then I really like to scroll scroll on Pinterest. If you're not on Pinterest, you need to create a Pinterest. And I create a folder. So I made a folder for 2024. And I just scroll. And any picture I see that like aligns with my goals or anything with my goals, like I'll add it to the folder. And then you obviously don't have to use every photo in your vis- in your folder for your vision board. But just like having a bunch can help you when you're halfway through the year and you want to look back and like see what your goals were that can also just be a great place in your Pinterest folder um so yeah I'll like scroll find stuff say like something I really want to focus on this year is like I want to get flowers from a boy like I want a boy who's going to get me flowers I want to go like this is obviously the dating part but like I want to go on coffee dates like I don't want to go and get drinks I want to go on a date with a guy and I want to get coffee I want a guy who wants to get coffee with me. I want a guy who's going to ask me to go to Greystone in the morning on a Saturday morning, like literally getting specific with what you want and find pictures that align with that. So I found a picture of a really cute like couple and they looked like they were on a date and they were like clinging coffee cups and just getting super specific with that stuff. um, I think it's just really like helpful for your board. So Go on Pinterest, find your images. And then I personally like to go into Canva and just start dumping photos 
on and like making the collage. Um, I don't have any like specific way that I do it. I kind of just like find photos that I think would like look good together. I put them in all different sizes. Um, and yeah, and then I just always put my word kind of in front of the pictures front and center. So that's what I do. I then save it and put it as my phone background and then as my computer background as well. I love that. I kind of do like a hybrid between the two. Um, I touched on this in a previous episode, but I make a private Pinterest board where I put all my images and quotes um, that align with my goals that I've written down. I have, I write all my goals down in a journal. I handwrite everything. And then I kind of like look through each of the bullet points and find Pinterest images or quotes that correspond with those. And then I make a widget on my phone, on my home screen, and you can set it so that it takes the images from your board and shows you a new picture every day. So I do that. And initially I thought I was just going to do that as my reminder of my vision board. Um, But I actually ended up making one of Emerson's inspired vision boards that I'm going to put as my computer background, just because I do think it's a good reminder to like see everything all as one. So I think it'd be really fun. I'm almost done with it. I'm not done yet, but I think it would be really fun, Emerson, if we could potentially post both of our vision boards, if we're comfortable with that. If not, we don't have to, yeah. but I like definitely on, want to on our totally, yeah, on our Instagram account, um, maybe by the time you guys see this, our boards will already be posted. Maybe we'll post them on New Year's Day, but oh, we should, yeah. Yeah. So I kind of decided to take a page out of Emerson's book this year, but I think in general, just like the main point of a vision board is just visualizing, basically visualizing your higher self. You have to like, and I'm not getting into the manifestation too much, but you have to truly believe and like picture yourself doing the goals that you want. And so I think having like the actual images rather than just writing things down, just like helps you envision that a little bit more. So that's what we like doing. Um, I honestly feel like every year I do something a little bit different, but this is kind of where I'm at now. I know you've been doing your specific routine Emerson for a long time, but. Yeah. And even like, I mean, I'm looking at the one that I'm, you know, made for this year and like, they're little things like there are these two girls and they're like up kind of jotting things down. And like, for me, I picture that's me and Caroline, like working on the podcast and like brainstorming and really having like great discussions about like what we're going to do. And then I always like to have like two or three quotes that like really stand out to me. So some things I think about, like one of them is um, just because it's taking time doesn't mean it's not happening. So I know, like, I think a big theme for my year is going to be like working on my career. And I think those things take time. So whether that's finding a new job or whether that's growing the podcast, just kind of always having like that reminder on my board is really helpful for me. So I know we obviously just spoke a lot about that. Take everything as you will, but that's what we do. And that's how we create our visions for the new year. And I love doing it. Um, do we want to get into our word of the year, kind of end off on our word of the year and what it means for us? Yeah, I'll start. Um, my word of 2024 is trust. I think I've become a lot more spiritual in the last year. And something that just gives Caroline me- actually has crystals no, <laughs> no honestly maybe maybe I will soon who knows what the rate I'm I going do. at but I feel like I have just had this overwhelming like sense of relief when I realize that I need to just trust the process and that there's a plan for me and I think trust not only embodies like the more spiritual side of things where again like if I'm so stressed and in my head about everything coming back down to earth and again, recognizing that I need to just trust the process. But also this goes back to what I was talking about before, where I need to trust myself, whether that's trusting my own boundaries in relationships or friendships or whatever that may be, whether that is trusting my ideas when I'm working in my corporate job and trusting myself to speak up, whether Mm -hmm. that's in my side projects, trusting, you know, my intuition, whether we get a brand deal and we don't think that, you know, it's good for our brand, like trusting that. I think just having that overwhelming sense of reliance on myself is something that's really important to me. And so I think trust is just the best word, honestly, for me to have this year and remind myself of at all times. That's a, I really like that word. And I also want to say in terms of like picking your word, it doesn't have to be this like crazy thing. 
like I remember I saw someone else had the word present and I was like that's a really good year and it applies for what I want for 2023 and like it doesn't have to be this like crazy word like that no one else is gonna have I think it's just finding a word and seeing how it will apply to your year and your goals is like the most important thing so Carolyn that's such a good word and I'm very excited to see what that word brings for your year my word for 2024 is growth um the best way to think about it. And I know I said it earlier, but for me, the foundation was built in 2023. So I want to grow it in 2024. And that goes into so many different aspects of my life. For example, like I want to grow the way I think about my body and like my confidence. I want to grow my career, whether that means staying in my current role and getting promoted or moving to a different role and finding something that I feel like is more aligned with like what I love to do. I want to grow the podcast, you know, like really pour my heart and soul into it. I want to grow cozy, cozy. I want to like grow my relationships in Boston and the friends that I have and like the bond that we have. Um, So I think this just kind of goes into so many different aspects of my life. And like, I really want this year to be a year of expansion and just continuing to move up in a positive way and yeah, just making it a good one. So my word is growth. I love that. Mic drop. Well, I think this episode was a really good way for us to all gather as a totally unsure community and just get our heads in the right spot for the new year. We are so grateful for all of our listeners. We've seen Speaking of growth, we've seen so much growth in this podcast, and I'm so confident that this is something that will continue to progress and grow in the year of 2024. And we're just so, again, beyond grateful for everyone who's ever supported us. And we hope that everyone had a great holiday season and that everyone is going into the new year feeling refreshed and ready to take on their goals. And we'll talk to you guys next Tuesday. Thanks for tuning in. We have one more thing. Just want to flag that we are looking for an intern talking about growth for the podcast. We are looking for an intern applications close tentatively January 31st. We'll kind of see on that, but this is a spring semester intern. So if you are a freshman or sophomore or junior in college, who's super passionate about social media, content creation, podcast, definitely go to our Instagram. We'll have a post out, um, but at this point all about it and yeah, we have a description But in terms of like application, really easy to send your resume and an optional cover letter to our email at totallyunsurepod at gmail.com and just add any relevant social media works. If you've ever edited TikTok reels, um, even like graphic design captions, literally anything, send it our way. And yeah, we'll do some chill interviews for that, but definitely make sure to apply. And if you're not interested, but you know, people that might be interested, let them know. And we look forward to getting to meet some people. So with that being said, happy new year, everyone. Happy 2024. Make sure to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at totally pod. And we will talk to you in the next episode. Bye everyone. Bye, everyone.